Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Predetermined to Pro Wrestling Hangout. I'm your host, Garrett Callender, and with me, as always, a man who is officially all in, Derek Halpin. I'm not the only one that's all in, buddy. You are as well, and our friend Metal Metal. Dave. You are damn right I'm all in. Uh, We're talking our all-in ticket-buying experience. Hit our goddamn music. be honest guys my hands are still shaking from that uh horrific experience i made the comparison it was like a it was like an old 80s hogan match uh, i felt like we were getting dominated by the sears center website for a good 20 25 minutes before we started having a glimmer of hope come in that we might be able to get tickets and uh, we walked away pretty good had that baby face comeback hit the ropes drop the leg one two three predetermined is all in the crowd pop was unbelievable. Yeah. Just like it'll be, obviously, when CM Punk walks into the Sears Center. And obviously. Is, obviously. It's going to happen. But uh, I, I hope everyone listening was able to get your all-in tickets. I know it was a horrific fucking nightmare trying to get these. Uh, let's, let's start from the beginning. How many? I assume you all did the exact same thing. We had a lot of screens going. Yes, I'm pretty sure like, everybody's got at least two devices operating here refreshing constantly uh so there's that awful moment like in the last 10 minutes when it was refreshing slower and slower and slower um but yeah like once it actually happened it it was just a nightmare i don't understand how this could be so did uh when you finally knew that you were all in would you would you kind of uh put that at the same level of like I lost my virginity today. Like, I, like, was, like, did you like walk away with the same little spring in your step? Like, you're like Norman Smiley out front dancing with a uh, Ralphus. No, honestly, I'm gonna admit, like, it probably hasn't even really hit at this moment. Like, I still feel like things went so horribly wrong. But in like an hour or so, I'll be Ric Flair starting for literally no reason. <laughs> well, I think we should. T- everyone probably had the same issues. We had issues with if you were trying to get tickets on your phone, it kept saying that. Cookies need to be enabled, even though everything was working fine up until that point. I got kicked out of the uh, purchasing screen a bunch of different times. Okay, you know what? It was a little like losing your virginity, but in a way you didn't like. I got fucked uh, yes. multiple <laughs> times by uh, the sign-in. The yeah. sign-in. We, all, we took precautions. I, I said, you know what, boys? I know you're going to have to create an account for this. We should create our account first. Like, let's be prepared. Uh, it turns out... Papa Garrett led you wrong. Yep, that's signing and other ideas. No foreplay. Went in dry. It was a really rough experience. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> who did, like, Bernard the business bear, who is all fucking business. He really worked us over right now. Uh, okay, so we get tickets in the cart. Go to checkout. Uh, first, it kicks us out because it says we needed to sign in. Wouldn't let us re-sign in. Try to sign in. Says that cookies were not enabled. Fuck cookies. Fuck cookies all day. I had the issue where it kept telling me that I still had tickets in my cart from my previous attempt. And it kept saying that you can only have one thing in your cart at a time, but it wouldn't let me enter my cart to delete the old tickets. Or even see them. So, like, I don't know. But, but either way, 
We are going to be there. We hope you are going to be there. Uh, we recorded our new episode slightly just just before we did got the all in tickets. Uh, so you'll hear that on Thursday, like usual. That's where you'll get introduced to Metal Dave as we talk about our deathmatch experience. Yeah, we're not doing great on continuity at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there's some. This is a this is a Marvel movie nightmare right now. We're going back into the '90s for Captain Marvel right now. Uh, so. While we're recording our newest episode that's going to come out soon with uh, Metal Dave, we see some breaking news coming through on the Twitter feed that Cody Rhodes will be fighting for the NWA World Championship at All In. That is incredibly exciting. That is. Like, it's really encouraging that maybe territory is going to start coming back up. So possibly, like, we'll start just having a better avenue for more exposure for some of these indie guys who are just killing it right now. Because, you know, like even Cody himself has said, wrestling's never been cooler, and a lot of that is, like, the indie draw. So another organization coming up to kind of challenge, you know, like, big names. I, I think that's just good for wrestling, that I we agree. have more opportunities. I, I completely agree with that. There's just something about this event that, other than it's uh, guys we all love, like, it is a roster of, like, any. this card could be anywhere in the country, and I'd be like, I need to be at this show. But the fact that they're doing this, and it just it feels special. It feels like possibly the start of something. Even though we've been in this for a while, this is, like, really, like, uh, they've hit a peak right now. Like, they're really going up. And this is, I'm just, ah, oh, fuck. Well, combine that, you know, there's, there's the rumors that CM Punk can make an appearance. And then the other breaking news that dropped today is that Rey Mysterio will be appearing at All In as well. And to your point about it feeling like something big is going on, it's so cool. Even if you go to like all the, the news announcements for StarCast, there are so many people coming from every corner of the wrestling world for this show that, yeah, it does feel fucking big. It feels like maybe a new promotion could form out of this. We don't know. Well, and how cool is it that like they're, I mean, obviously like I'm going to talk up podcasts, because uh, we are one. We're not. The podcast will not be appearing at all. And we're not there yet. Uh, maybe in a few years. We hope. Yeah. Or maybe next year. Maybe you guys make this thing explode and make me smile. Uh, like I exploded when I got those tickets. I got to go change my pants. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's so cool that like it, this is kind of their version of WrestleCon. But it's just a big podcast festival with all the people you would want to hear. But it's not just indie people. That's that's kind of to my point. WCW like, people like Bruce Pritchard's going to be there, who now has his podcast as a show on the WWE Network. Christian, like, who frequently is endorsing WWE on the podcast, like, is going to be there. Like, I mean, Vince McMahon has to see this. Like, he knows that this is happening, right? Right. And to what Dave was saying, wrestling is better when there's more competition. It makes the promoters of every promotion say, well, fuck, I've got to do better because I can lose a guy to my competitor. Uh, the storylines get better. Talent gets better. More opportunities for the people out there working. So, I don't know. This is something we've been begging for for a while, which is an alternate option for, you know, to the mainstream, to WWE, or even to Ring of Honor, or even to New Japan. Give me another option. Keep them coming. Because the indie stuff has been great lately, and this is a culmination of all those things. So, I hope that this becomes a thing where, because right now it's like, you know, dudes can leave and go join Ring of Honor. Uh, Emma just left and joined Ring of Honor, and I'm hoping that there's more ladies on this roster, because now we're having the same problem with the WWE roster of like just so many good ladies being built up. What are you going to do with them? I'm hoping this, you know, some of them would be pretty awesome. 
if they appeared over on a different brand. A mass yeah. exodus of women from WWE? Is that what you're calling for? That's a women's revolution right Ooh. there. <laughs> well, what I think would be cool with that is maybe maybe WWE changes with the time. So we're not so much like having people leave there, but like with New Japan, it they're their own promotion is like New Japan aspect, but essentially like you don't have to sign your life away to New Japan. You can appear other places and they're fine with that. So maybe WWE has to actually change or like, you can come wrestle for WWE, but we acknowledge that other places actually exist. Potentially some cool crossover things. Now I'm spitballing and just like 10 year old me wants everything possible to actually happen here. Um, <laughs> but you could have like the invasion angle could come back again, except not suck this time. Yeah, Maybe Jimmy Jacobs doesn't lose a job. <laughs> no, I think in every alternate universe, Jimmy Jacobs is lose, has to lose his job here. That's the linchpin. For it, it's the seventh seal being broken to allow good wrestling to occur. Sorry, Jim. Jim, you're uh, you're all out on this. Goodbye, horses, Jim. Actually, he should. He deserves to be all in. Like he, he was, does. He. Uh, I feel like he earned it. Yeah. I because that kind of that was the start. The invasion was like the beginning of all this. Like at that point, all in hadn't even been announced, right? This is the best fuck you to WWE that they could send, right? Do we yeah, agree with this, that? But wasn't this more of a fuck you to Dave Meltzer for challenging? Well, I, I think it's there, but it's still like, at the end of the day, it's it's Cody Rhodes is behind it. And he set the trend where it's like, I don't need you. I can leave you and I'm now bigger. More people know about I am. I don't have to put on stupid fucking makeup and wear that weird jumpsuit. Like, I, I don't need you. Yeah, it wasn't too long after he left that the shit with Meltzer started where he claimed that they could sell out a 10,000 plus seat arena. And I think him having that chip on his shoulder when he left there led to this yeah there have been different like you said linchpins along the way that have kind of led to this moment but um i'm excited i i i've been saying this on the podcast a couple different times we're going to get to a point where guys are going to be like you know what fuck this and they can leave wwe and they can go have a career somewhere else where they can actually take care of their family without that fucking schedule and that's the way it should be and what you uh said too about hopefully this kind of Maybe it changes WWE's mind on certain things, and we actually do see like a Finn Balor get a real fucking shot. It's yeah. something like they start seeing like, okay, this is selling. This is what people want to see. We need to change up things, like change with the times. Like they have to compete. What was it that we were saying yesterday? That the Vince McMahon phrase. They're uh, they're wrestling's becoming passe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the hope. I mean, if, if WWE's the head, if you can change the way the heads work and every, everything else in the system kind of follows suit. Um, so I, I would, I mean, this is, you said it best. This feels like a really big moment in the history of wrestling, and we're officially a part of that now. <sighs> <laughs> um, what else do we want to talk about here? Like, uh, we, we broke over the announcements, you know, the, the NWA World Championship, Rey Mysterio being there. Uh, hoping, we're hoping that that CM Punk appearance at Pro Wrestling Tees is, like you said, like an unofficial way of being like, I'll be there, but I can't say it. Well, I, I saw that, and I just kind of came back to us. Uh, something you brought up, like, last week or so, was it? Like, last episode? Like, he's there. It'd be easy to slot him into a guest referee slot. Like, you get the crowd pop, people go nuts. Like, you can just get him on the show. He doesn't necessarily have to wrestle. And I think that'd be an easy thing to offer to actually get CM Punk there. I think even if he doesn't wrestle anymore, even if he has, if he truly has no interest in coming or, you know, like joining anything ever again, he has to understand this is a big deal. I think 
deep down he still loves professional wrestling and he has to respect what these dudes are doing. Well, did, he made the claim that if, if he was going to come back, it would be through the Young Bucks who could convince him to come back. Like, I, I, we, we keep going over this. If he didn't have any interest at all, if he didn't want to be bothered by this at all, if he's truly annoyed by pro wrestling, why make the appearance? Why? Why you can make a hundred bucks a person but, but, to get but, but pictures. But what I mean for... is, but money isn't an issue for him. He's making plenty in UFC. He's really, I mean, if he's truly annoyed by pro wrestling and doesn't want this to be a problem for him, he could have said no to that appearance. All those people in line at his appearance are going to be people who are going to all in. Absolutely, they're going Hopefully, to ask. Yes. That's oh, going to come up. He knows he's going to have to deal with that. I'm not I, I, telling you that I know he's going to be there. I'm, ju- <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, that- I can't, when you lay it out like that, I can't see a way, like, he just sits there and begrudgingly says no to, like, a thousand people. Well, I mean, it's he's CM, it's CM Punk. He, he, could do, he could absolutely right. do that. But, but he's going to say that regardless. Like, that sucks for him, actually, that he has to sit there for, like, cause the signing is from, like, 11 to 4. Oh, like, he is there, like, all day. Right. <laughs> so he's going to have to sit there, like, no. Don't call me Phil. Like it's that. It's just that series of words at, over. After over. forty-five minutes, he just puts a sign up there. Not a, not all, CM Punk is not all in. Like right. <laughs> Give me your fifty dollars. Get your picture. You'll don't call me Phil. You'll know the shit's real when they tell you. Don't ask them about all in. Leave them the fuck alone. They're gonna yeah. have to have somebody walk up and down the line. Like all right, he, Phil doesn't want to hear about all in. Shut the fuck up. Have your eight by ten ready. <laughs> It's like, also, don't ask him about the UFC fight. It did Like, I'm just going to go ahead and call this one. Probably didn't go well. Yeah. Hope it goes well. Love him. Love him. Want him to do I well. I mean, I watched the last one. I didn't see uh, Well, what's he know. wrestle? Uh, he's going to be wrestling here in Chicago but in hey, June? Yeah. Next month? Yeah. But listen to this. You know, Hangman Page a year ago. Didn't like him. A year later. Great wrestler. Does that work the same in the UFC? I don't think it's the same thing, but <laughs> you know, it'd be a great spot would be to have a mystery wrestler or a mystery tag team partner or something at all in and everyone's anticipating it to be him and flip Gordon comes out <laughs> <laughs> and he gets halfway down the ramp and then punks music hits and that's how you get him. You get everyone fucking pissed. Everyone gets worked. I just put out a really good idea that somebody should steal. Matt, Nick, are you listening? (laughs) (laughs) Are you there, Matt? It's me. Predetermined. Then part of me kind of, and again, like, you know, just wishing and whatnot, but I never got to go to see Ebola or whatnot. But, you know, Young Bucks is bringing uh, CM Punk back. It's like, what about Super Dragon? Like, if we could get Super Dragon out of his hole for all in, like, that'd be, that'd be all right. I'm going to go ahead and say, Super Dragon, uh, last time I saw him wrestle, I think he broke his leg. He was in a guerrilla warfare match. He shouted fuck and limped to the back, never to be seen again, other than, he's the guy at the door. He's the guy that takes your ticket. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so that idea went nowhere. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, his name's Danny. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would... Uh... He should be there. Like, I mean, obviously, like, they still want to go do PWG because they're, they, they even just said recently on Jericho's podcast, like, they still, you know, they give their career to Super Dragon. Like, he is responsible for us knowing who they are. I mean, they would have gotten there, but 
I mean, I just want to see somebody get curb stomped live. That's that's just me. Oh yeah, that I hated. All I always hated watching Super Dragon give that curb stomp to Candace. The uh, what he pulls your arms behind your back and then stomps your head down into the mat. It's pretty fucked up. All right, guys. Nick Gage is an all in. Uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> uh, if you want to hear more about Nick Gage, turn in on tune in on Thursday. Hear us uh, our death match experience. But I don't know. I think I think we're good. Uh, we're getting ready to head to Ring of Honor uh, here in Chicago. It's the Ring of Honor War of the Worlds tour with New Japan. Uh, we will look for look for me in that goddamn red tracksuit again. Front row. That you're, you're putting it on. I'm gonna put it on. Metal Dave convinced me. Like, yes. I bought this thing. You're still wearing the hat, right? Yeah. I mean, I bought this thing. Like, what's the point if I'm not every time a Japanese wrestler's in the room if I'm not wearing it? <laughs> That's like, a great point. I'll I'll never wear it to a WWE event, but you know. I mean, why not? That that just seems like the correct thing to do. I'll look like a dick. I look like a dick in it anyway. Most of the people in that room look like dicks anyway. Which room? Any uh, any given room. Seventy five percent of anybody in any given room looks like a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's not this. You know, that includes us. Aren't you just judging people when you walk into a big room like that anyway? Yeah, like we, a big part of wrestling is the people watching. Oh, that's a stupid sign. That, <laughs> that's a sign. Like when you see somebody with a sign at an event, half the fun is people watching. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, great. It's one guy and 72 kids. You think that. And that's what happened to me at that Raw House show. I had an entire section of kids around me enhance the experience watching. I love. Uh, have you been to any WWE House shows? I have. I have. Sitting around the kids is so much fun. It is. Oh, yeah. Kid, nobody pops harder than a bunch of kids at a WWE show, man. It it's just, all it, real to them still. It is. It's great. <laughs> You get sucked in. It saves what is it? Because I don't know. I don't want to sit at a WWE show with a bunch of people who are just like, well, I this paid, is... I paid $75 to be here, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> well, this one is going to be us and all the other neckbeards. Probably uh, can't imagine a bunch of kids are going to be at this one. There will be kids there. No. If there were kids at the Every death time match... I think there's not going to be kids there. There wasn't supposed to be kids at the deathmatch show. There were kids there. There were a lot of kids there. For real, tune in Thursday. You got to hear about the death match. It was fucking crazy. Uh, listen to the old episodes. You know what? I, you probably found this because you searched all in. I'm not even going to tell you to rate, review, subscribe on this one. Listen on Thursday. We had a really good time on that one. Rate, review, subscribe there. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Predetermined Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wrestle Hangout. Facebook at Wrestle Hangout. Uh, it was good hanging out with you. Hang out with us again every Thursday. Hit our goddamn music. Music.